Building Dreams on the Young Money Show, where entrepreneurial dreams become a reality. Won't be unto you if you go into another year and waste another year with the old mentality while somebody's in the hospital begging God for the opportunity that you have right now. You better step into this moment. You're only here for a short time. If you're not going to show people what's possible, who the fuck else is? Who's going to show your kids? Who's going to show your aunts and uncles? Who's going to show your fucking nieces and nephews? Are you going to fail those people? Are you going to buy into the narrative that you can't? Stand up for your dreams. Stand up for what you want in your life. Decide that your life is so meaningful to you, that you love you and you love life so much that you're going to stand up for something you want. You don't want to be a spectator. You want to get out in the field where the action is and you will be amazed. After the struggle, there will be a calm period and things will begin to click for you. Come out here with what you got. You don't have enough money? Don't worry about it. You got the dream. Hey yo, I'm your boy Taku Dave and we're back for another episode of The Young Money Show on ZFM Stereo where we talk to young people who are making a change in their lives every day, one day at a time, one innovation at a time. Today I'm joined by the man himself, Dominic Tapfuma, who is the founder of Purple Science Global. He is a disruptive innovator and a man who we've seen on the scenes for some time in Zimbabwe on the precipice of success. Actually, he's in success, if I'm to say anything. Dominic, thank you for being on the show. Thank you, Taku. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure, Dom. You know, I've known you for a while. Um, and, you know, on this show, we do like to get people who've got a track record, who we've seen in the industry for some time. And it's really a pleasure to have you on the program today. Well, thank you. So, so let's get into it. You know, we don't have much of your time. And I know there's a wealth of wisdom and knowledge we can get from you and your experience. But uh, what is Purple Science Global? All right. So Purple Science Global is an organization that I opened up in 2018 with support from sponsorship that came from the government of Zimbabwe, actually. I was part of the top six out of 180-something plus innovators who were rewarded for their project that I had been working on uh, since 2011. So I was funded by the Post and Telecommunications Regulatory Authority of Zimbabwe, and it's been a highway since. So the idea is driving inclusive, sustainable, connected solutions using technology across first of all africa and then any other place that needs that support so with purple science global we have a two-way approach we develop and deploy technologies that work right now for a lot of people so into low-cost high-impact solutions and we are targeting vulnerable communities so by vulnerable our first target was this the disabled Uh, community then we decided to venture into any other vulnerable community the youth the women of africa the rural communities of africa those that have not yet tasted the fruits of a modern lifestyle so that's purple science global for you so our main core services right now are centered around tourism tourism touches almost every one of the sustainable development goals that the united nations is pursuing and then there's finance we understand how finance has a high impact on anyone's socioeconomic life and then we're also into telecommunications we understand the need for communication to drive the success of any uh, of the united nations sustainable development goals and then we're also into the health services as well we're into communication in that space and the best part of it is all is this in whatever industry we've touched so far, 
we've gotten as high as the United Nations in terms of recognition. We've got an International Telecommunications Union World World Union Award. We've got a United Nations World Tourism Organization scholarship that we're currently on. We received it in 2021 last year. We're also having multiple awards within the Zimbabwean space. We're recognized by the president at the Research Council of Zimbabwe. We're in an award in research for innovations that have high social impact in Zimbabwe. Yeah. I, I saw you using the word inclusion. Maybe if you can share with us and if you can just give us a little bit of context to, to the situation at hand. In, in what areas are you seeing um, certain groups of people not being included? And how does Purple Science Global then bridge the gap you know, uh, for, for these disadvantaged or non-included uh, sections of society. All right. Simple case in point, I'll give two examples. The first example is the disabled community. Inclusion in that space is very important. Every single service industry has been in existence since time immemorial, but the disabled community has not been included. A simple example is this. You walk into a bank right now, there is no financial institution that has a deposit slip or any form of their paperwork in Braille, but they do have visually impaired clients. That's just an example. When you do not have that information in Braille, you force that person to use a third party whenever they're doing any private transaction. That's already an infringement on their rights as a person. So that's just a simple example. Move over to the second case, the rural community. In Zimbabwe, in Africa in general, about 65% plus percent of the population is largely rural. Rural in the sense that, not in the sense of their location, but rural in the form of development that's in that area. Okay. Mm. So a lot of development has been centered around high growth areas, which have largely been cities, places where everyone is flocking to urbanize to become part of the mainstream economy. But the biggest part of the population is not being included. The Blue Ocean strategy works, and there needs to be a case now where we see that 70% population that's not included in mainstream as the actual place where every business should be looking for that extra uh, market they're already there they're right there we just need to provide the right service at the right fee encourage the right amount of participation and everyone wins yeah that's 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 beautiful to hear and you know um that you're trying to bring more people to to the to the platform and give everyone an opportunity to operate independently um as a social entrepreneur and a social entrepreneur who I mentioned earlier, we've been seeing you around in the market for some time now. Um, how have you been able to balance, you know, having your social entrepreneurship and the social impact that you're trying to bring about with the actual uh, financial compensation that then comes into your organization? All right. So the good thing about passion, I, I want to give a statement which I want to, to just hang through everyone's mind right now. In the end, I've, I've come to the realization that passion sells passion sells what do i mean by passion sells when you're into something so much that everyone knows that's what you're all about you attract the right people who want to support those activities that's what i have experienced as an entrepreneur so for example at the beginning i'll use my salary i'll use whatever means i had to just run my programs i'll give you an example in around 2017, I started what was the first finance and disability expo in Zimbabwe. It was in a small setting. A few people came. I remember Taku, you were there as well. Mm. That was 2017. Last year, it was it was supported by the World Bank. And it's now the Africa Finance and Disability Expo and Awards. So that just shows you how much support when people recognize that 
you're in this for the long run you're in this to bring about change you actually want to see change happening and when you do that you start attracting the wrong and the right people the wrong ones for sure you get discouragement why are you doing this why are you helping these disabled people why will you get out of it are you trying to take advantage of them a whole lot comes out of it but when you've got a personal experience and a personal need to create change around a problem it does attract the right people and the right people for example are the world bank who've gotten sponsorship from from for example net one we've gotten support from zimbabwe women's bank Portras has supported us. The Commercial Bank of Zimbabwe has supported us. These are large corporates. They're beginning to see the noise that we're creating. As a little child, see, like, uh, yeah, as a little child, we were crying and we we're crying, we we're crying. Someone heard us. And that's what happens when you're developing solutions that actually will have a high impact. You cry, you cry, you cry. The right people will start listening. And when that happens, because of your passion and your work ethic as well, you need to keep it professional, keep it very professional. And yeah, you you start going into the right circles, meeting and partnering with the right people. Another thing which, uh, which is an entrepreneur I've seen, the more you start getting seen by everyone, the more you also start attracting the wrong type of partners. Someone mm. can come to you with the money, for example, to sponsor your project, but their reputation somewhere else is not not something to to play with so you need to also kind of balance it out having mentors and advisors around you is also important when i started off purple science global i decided that had to be one of the most important things so for example part of the board right now the haiti amputee football uh, national team coach is one of the board of directors uh, mr elliot mjaji an, an olympic legend here in zimbabwe is part of the board as well We've got, yeah, we've got multiple people who are giving the right advice and helping move our movement towards inclusion forward. So one of the things that we do is high impact awareness programs. So Purple Science Global, for example, began the Africa Finance and Disability Expo, which started off last year. And then it's also begun the Africa Travel, Tourism and Disability Expo and Awards which will be happening the 1st to the 3rd of December this year. And we've got also the Rural Africa Sustainable Energy Forum, which will be happening this August uh, here in Zimbabwe. So these are this, this is how we are bringing about change by first of all, bringing civil society, the corporates, the research academia community together to speak around the challenges that are facing Africa, that are facing our communities, and then bring about those solutions and then change community at speed. We want to do this with speed. You don't want to come five years from now and to the same community, see them in the same position with the same problems, no. Five years from now, let's be talking new problems that are created by the progress that we've made. So for example, you don't have a car right now. Your problem right now is raising money to get that car. Once you have that car, your new problem is, okay, uh, do I want it to have mag wheels? Do I want it to have, uh, yeah, do you want it to have a booster? If you're still young, maybe you want to make noise like, yeah, I'm here, you know? Mm -hmm. You want to have a big sound system, but you have to get the car first. Yeah. So we are saying, let's get the car first and then we can have the mag wheels. So, so let's have that basic modern lifestyle across Africa and then we can speak on whatever else builds on top of that. Now, Dominic, you've been fortunate enough to get quite a bit of exposure internationally. I think you've, you've traveled about also supporting your, your organization, Purple Science Global. Yeah, yeah, correct. What have you seen that other countries are doing to address some of the issues of inclusion that they have in their, in their countries that we can adopt here? You know, we don't necessarily need to reinvent the wheel, but we can stand on the shoulders of giants who've done it before. 
So what are other countries doing that we can also embrace and adopt in Zimbabwe? All right, excellent. So one of the fortunate things is just after college, just after I graduated, I graduated here in Zimbabwe. Just after that, my first job was actually in the United States. And then that kind of opened my mind up a lot to what's kind of missing in Africa, first of all, in Zimbabwe even. And then that that gave me that that need to to bring that to Africa and then to realize that you know what I can live my lifestyle I can have my own little house uh, in the states I can have that lifestyle but when I thought of it what's the point of keeping on sending someone hundred dollars every month you know if you're gone for some reason you can't do it anymore they starve so you want to give them the capacity to do it on them on their own so one of the one of the best parts about uh, about the world of today is telecommunications you no longer need to travel to see the better side of anything i mean whatever service industry you decide to get into right now just look for the awards of that industry at the moment automatically become aware of the best in technology in that field so once you do that you then start developing solutions around the best that is currently available uh, I like you said. Let's not reinvent wheels. Let's not uh, let's not create backward either. There's no point here saying I, I just made a car. I, I call everyone to a car show, and it can't compete with Mercedes Benz. It doesn't make sense. So start from the what the best is out there. What's the best standard? What's the highest standard? Once you know the highest standard, work from that as your base standard. So when you innovate using that concept, you become a powerful weapon. Because whatever you bring to market, first of all, is already competitive because you've already angled out from the best. So that's that's how you develop yourself. So it's not really about traveling physically to a location. These days you can travel virtually. That's the best part. You can travel through reading material. Just reading a book is traveling through someone's mind. It's traveling through another location. Uh, watching a video, that's traveling into another space. Watching a documentary, watching the, an innovations uh, show. Uh, I like the youth of today for sure. If you ask them, okay, did you watch the Hip Hop Awards? Did you watch the Namas? Did you watch uh, BET Awards? They'll tell you yes. But if you ask them, okay, what do you do as a professional? I'm a banker. Um, did you watch the the Bankers Association Institute of the World's Awards recently, most of them don't even know they exist. So that shows you the level of to what extent can they contribute then if they are not aware of the best that has been created. So, yeah. Now, now also, you know, um, I think it would be grateful for everyone to understand, you know, with regards to the, the space that you're in, which is uh, somewhat of a niche space. Yeah, true. Um, and also, you know, uh, from, a bu- from a business case point of view, you want to look at scalability. What is generally the state of the challenge that we face with regards to people who are not included in certain activities in society due to uh, some form of, um, of um, impairment? All right. So the first, one of the biggest challenges was the policies that were in place. There were no policies to protect the, the disadvantaged, the, the disabled person, for example. The good thing is, for example, in Zimbabwe, those policies are beginning to come into place. A few years, it's about a year ago, the first national disability policy was actually created. So kudos to the government for recognizing that. For progress to be there, for progress that can be uh, that can be substantiated, that can be held on to, to be there, you have to create a policy around it. A policy that's such that if someone breaks it, they're liable to the law of the land. And when you do that, it's no longer a matter of choice. It's a matter of you have to do it. 
you are no longer choosing okay do i want to have a ramp at my workplace if anyone who, who uses your service needs to use a, 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 needs to use a ramp because they're using a wheelchair it has to be there you're no longer having a choice if you don't have it you get a fine or you get uh, some liability that that you go through okay so the first thing is policy because the the thing is you move from policy to progress innovations that are driven by policy stick because they didn't have to be used so the first thing is, is even as purple science global we've always been advocating around policy for example uh Part of the research that we did that uh, got an award from the Research Council of Zimbabwe has moved over to the Standards Association of Zimbabwe for the creation of a standard uh, that uh, that will be coming out soon. So this then shows you that once once a standard or a policy is created, industry has to conform. They are then liable. So we we'll push for policy. That's why we that's why we have this this program, the South Africa Finance and Disability Expo and Awards, is bringing people together to create documents that then turn into policy. Once those policies are in place, academia, the innovation world, the entrepreneurs are able to create solutions around those policies. And then we've got a total ecosystem towards progress. And and, and if you may share with us, you know, um, how many people living with disabilities in Zimbabwe has your program impacted? Or if you're able to, to, to pull out a figure of, or a percentage, how many people have been able to yeah, I'll benefit give you from an, your program? Yeah, I'll give you an example. Around 12, above or around 12% of the Zimbabwean population has some form of disability. And around 1.5 million um, have some sort of uh, hearing impairment. We've created solutions around hearing impairment. And these are going to be impact. These are impacting and will impact not just Zimbabwe, but every single hard of hearing or, or deaf person out there in the world. So for Zimbabwe, 1.5 million at least are going to definitely be impacted by that. At least in service provision, definitely more than 100,000 people will be impacted by our products and services. Yeah. Wow. You know, I it's it, it pains me because I think we need a part two with you definitely, but unfortunately our time is running short. I just want to say, you know, you you've been in this industry for some time, and it's not an industry that you just make it overnight. You have a big vision for for the impact that you're going to make. What is it that keeps you going? What keeps me going is the smile on the on the on the face of someone's life who you change. Someone coming to you and saying, you know what? Because of you, I am able to go to a university now. I no longer have to worry that because I'm I'm hard of hearing or deaf, no lecturer will understand me. I don't have to go to the hospital and no one understands what I'm saying. I want to give you a, a quick example. Uh, someone once came to me and said they, they cancelled their health policy about a month before their wife was giving birth. They were they were deaf. So they didn't they were not able to communicate with the service provider that health insurance is such that if you cut your policy, there's no refund. Hmm. So he cuts it a month before, he thinks he's transferring, he's going to transfer what he's been paying to his new policy, but that didn't happen. So that person then comes to you and says, you know what, thanks to you then using sign language to communicate this to me, I didn't make that bad decision. So these are some of the things that, yeah, change, change actually bringing about change, that, that keeps me going. Thank you. Dominic, the change maker on the Young Money Show. Dominic, there's so much more we need to have discussions with you about. And I'm sure if you are uh, interested in the event space, you'll see Dominic up and about sharing the work and the impact that they're making as Purple Science Global. 
Dominic, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. And I look forward to part two. Thank you. Definitely. Guys, my name is Taku David, and this has been another episode of The Young Money Show, where I'm talking to young people like Dominic that are making a change one day at a time. Dominic, Taku Dave, we're out. See you.